Good morning. Welcome to worship at First Presbyterian Church of Columbus, Georgia. We're glad that you're here to join us as we worship God by offering our prayers and singing songs and listening to scripture. Please come in with us that we may worship God together. Our first lesson today comes from the prophecy of Isaiah, picking up in the 52nd chapter. Listen now to the Word of God. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of the messenger who announces peace and who brings good news, who announces salvation, who says to Zion, your God reigns. Listen. Your sentinels lift up their voices, together they sing for joy. For in plain sight they see the return of the Lord to Zion. Break forth together into singing, you ruins of Jerusalem. For the Lord has comforted His people, and He has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord has bared His holy arm before the eyes of all the nations, and all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God and this is the Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The second reading this morning comes from the book of John. It is John's telling of the announcement and the arrival of this Jesus. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through Him, and without Him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in Him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through Him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him, but to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave the power to become the children of God who was born not of blood or of the will of the flesh or the will of man, but of God. And the Word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen His glory, the glory as a Father's only Son, full of grace and truth. The Word of the Lord. Mary is pregnant and she 
place the child in danger. And this is the Messiah, and the Messiah's birth is proclaimed to be shepherds, and then to this group of strangers, Persians, astrologers, what magi may come. It's a wonderful story, and you know it so well, and you even probably can fill in the details of it in our own way. Stories do things for us. I must confess I am a fan of stories. I haven't seen the latest iteration of it, but I plan to. I am not, uh, not everybody in my family likes that story. You may not like that story, but there is a story that you like. I know that we all love stories of some kind. These stories open up worlds to us, and they open up passageways. They open up places where we can go and share. We need the story to tell us. And John tells us the story. Not a, not a story about something that doesn't happen, but a story tells us something that is real, that is powerful, that is connects us with the world around us. And John tells us the story of the Word that existed before all time. The Word that came to be the flesh. And in flesh, that word carried God's own life. Someone went out in front of that word that was flesh that carried life and told that to prepare them, that one named John. And some heard and received and others but that does not take away from the power of the word and the shared life that we have. That life is still there because if that life was not there, we would not be here today. Woe these many years later. We are here because of the flesh to share life with us. We are here today because somebody in your past shared that with form or fashion. They shared that word of hope and light and love and peace and joy and grace that is they embodied it. Think about who those people were. You're not going to know any of them, I don't think. But they are people that made me who I am and they are Bob Walker was a Presbyterian preacher in Mississippi in the 19th. And he stood up for decency in a very indecent time. And that Burke was a physician. But that's not the reason I'm mentioning her, because she was a Christian. She is a Christian, and she and her husband opened her hospitality so that a group of very tired and very uncertain preachers could get together and we could share our frustrations and we could even cuss. was <laughs> a church member who taught a new pastor the power of prayer. All these people. John Eladio, he's a he's a Johnny, he's a Guatemalan Johnny Appleseed. Um, he witnessed in his own uh, community uh, tragedies of civil war and yet he did not allow that to 
embitter him, but he allowed that to be a place to form his own faith and to help him serve his own people. Who are the people that you would name in your own life? I've known and had the privilege of being with each one of those in various places and times. But who are the people that you would name that have shaped your faith? Maybe a parent, maybe a sibling, maybe somebody outside the church, maybe somebody that you see in the greater scheme of things, the great heroes, the Mother Teresas of the, of the world. But there are people, and they are not just far away, they are close to you. There are many different ways that the Word became flesh to share the light. None of our experiences are comparable, though, to the one that John speaks of, because John gives the story that allows us all to share in, the, in that story. So we come to this place. We come to this place of arrival, this road to Bethlehem, where we know that the hope of God will exist no matter what. We know the peace of God happens in sometimes very small ways in our lives. We know the love of God that decides to give life no matter what the cost. And we know the joy of God that is the real fulfillment of God's own desire. And all of that comes to be borne witness to in the Christ, in the birth of Jesus Christ, who came to share that life and hope. We arrive to hear God's love. We have heard that testimony. So now, now we will depart and we will carry that light out into the world. We will share that wonder in the places we find. We will let others know that the Word became flesh to dwell among us full of grace and truth. Thanks be to God. Amen. It's been a privilege to join you this day in worship. We're glad that you were here. First Presbyterian Church seeks to serve and minister in the name of Jesus Christ. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord be kind and gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with favor. Go in peace as you love and serve God.